revival, the comeback, new beginnings. Some people might call this episode three. However you want to say it, Gabe, we're back. We're averaging one a year. Yeah, it's our third one in three years. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that's one a year. We had, as I was telling the producer, Matt, you know what? Let's just start off with that. We're in the show today. We got Gabe Goldstein, as always. Noah Hestorf. This is Full Court Press. We're coming off our two-year hiatus. We've just been working on stuff, taking notes, um, really developing content. So it wasn't a, um, a break, per se. It was more just like yeah. a time. I mean, when I got time for my book, it's like everything yeah, yeah. else kind of fell by the wayside. But mm-hmm. coming out soon, it's called The Book of Basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4.0. Yeah, 3.0. Yeah. 3.0. 3.0. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's been a long time. Uh, we talk hoops randomly over text, but in these unprecedented times. Sometimes in person terms. as well. But yeah, yeah, very rarely though. Uh, it's been a it's been a wild time, so not too much to talk about really until <laughs> I don't know last few weeks. We got a little bit to cover. As we we're saying, we're excited to be back. We have a new member of our team, producer Matt, in the studio. Hey, producer Matt. What's up, guys? <laughs> That's the last time you're gonna hear him talk. Just kidding. Um, we're thankful to have him. We don't know anything about technology or computers. We were just, we were just radio people. Nothing. We weren't we weren't podcast people. Maybe that's why it didn't. We do know a thing or two about having guests, though. So uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Matt will be able to chime in at some point and talk about his beloved Minnesota Timberwolves or Brandon Ingram or Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, we know guests well. Yeah, maybe we'll get get some guests. Minsky? I was already scheming, thinking about guests to talk about college basketball with, but whatever. I don't want to do that to you. Anyway, we have a lot to recap. Uh, we're going to recap the last two years, right? Yeah. Nah, but we will go into some stuff. We'll definitely give you our thoughts on bubble, championship, all that. Big LeBron guys, we got to at least give him his due, at least make note of that. You're ready to roll in your eyes. But we'll start with the biggest news of the day. Is it hyperbole say or already possibly the biggest news of the season, even though the season hasn't begun yet? No. Because this is what everyone's talking about going into the season, what we thought possibly would be the dominant storyline. For the season, actually, you didn't. You didn't think it was. You thought he would always sign the extension. What am I alluding to? Of course, the honest five-year, two hundred, whatever, forty, twenty-eight, uh, a fuck ton of money, <laughs> <laughs> biggest contract in basketball history. Um, crazy stuff. You had lots of thoughts about it. Um, you only gave me a couple text lines, but they were quasi-emotional ones. So I will give the floor to you because I did not. Cl- I obviously did not have as a stronger reaction. So I, I mean, I was pretty touched. I've been watching the. Everybody knows I'm an avid Memphis Grizzlies fan. I've been watching all the last couple. Fan, all the new fans probably probably don't know. All right, well, born yeah. and raised in Memphis, so 901 represent Grizz Next Gen. Hashtag drive. hashtag Shelby Drive. Um, and I've been watching Jaw the last couple of nights, and I just can't believe how talented he is. And the thought of him forcing his way out of Memphis actually keeps me up at night but knowing that we have him <laughs> locked into that hopefully sucks. seven years unless he pulls an ad and really forces his way out yeah. um and then maybe he'll follow in the footsteps of what i think is one of the first modern if you like draw a line at dirk Nowitzki, one of the first modern superstars who's committed this long term to a team with so many different suitors and options coming into the next offseason so it's definitely not hyperbole to say that this is the biggest move of the season and we haven't even seen a game yet Um, it's going to dictate what happens with James Harden it's going to dictate what happens with pretty much every other team that was angling for 2021 to make a run at Giannis so as a fan of the Grizzlies I am very excited because who knows maybe John in a couple years will look at Giannis and say I'm going to do that and I'm going to stay in Memphis for 
I don't know, 15 years and bring a championship to the city. So right. I hope it works out. Uh, it just makes me like Giannis even more, and he's already one of the most likable superstars totally. I've ever seen. Totally, I would agree. Um, so yeah, but I'm he thrilled. Had, but he had elements of, and this is not even a bad thing, this is just natural how superstars work, right? He's had elements of like, Getting a little frustrated, a little bit entitled, right? Which are, I think, fine things. Like what? Like just the playoff games, he got angry, got a couple teas, like just stuff where he was the opposite. Yeah. But like we see now of KD, right? Where like you think the guy is just like a total docile, like goes with the flow, quiet demeanor. But then they grow, they grow confident. They become like who they are and who they should be. And I'm not even begrudging it. I'm just yeah. saying, right? He's become like an actual nuanced player, not just like this quiet, unheralded, unproven. Oh, he's been that way for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like the headbutt in the bubble. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a fiery guy. Yeah. He's clearly passionate. I've never, I've never seen him as passive, but I mean, loyalty has defined his whole career, mm-hmm. and really everybody in his orbit is so loyal to him. He's so loyal to them, his family. So I'm not super surprised by the decision. Like you said, I saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, but in the back of my mind, I was concerned that you would see another super team somewhere, uh, potentially him going to Golden State. Yeah, and, and that would have sucked. Yeah, it would have sucked. Yeah. There's only so many big market cities, and I think right. this means a lot for every small market city. Yeah. Okay, I got a couple things. One, just let me get let me get this out. Just play devil's advocate. This will everyone will be monitoring this Giannis situation, right? Small market, big market. Like this will be the focus, not just for this year, but for the next two to three years, let's say. If it goes a certain way, this will be the model everyone uses. Whether or not that's fair, whether or not players actually will, like if this doesn't work out, and then he, you know, the team never wins championship, never even goes to the finals, he ends up forcing his way out, doesn't force his way out, who knows, like catastrophe, catastrophic, catastrophic? Catastrophic. Catastrophic, nice. Catastrophic injury, like whatever, like there will be some judgment about it, right? What, what kind of judgment? Just like, is it like... Should he have done that? Should he have stayed in the small market? Other players might judge that. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying it will be a template for the future for good or the bad. Um, On the flip side, like you're saying, yes, this completely changed the East for the next five to seven years, possibly. Three three years at the minimum, we would think. Yeah. Yeah, the entire landscape just changed. If you're a team in the East, like whatever odds you thought about, like if you're the Heat, right? One, they were going for for Giannis. Two, you got to think like you have a great team, you have a good future, you have a great core, everything about it, like... Maybe next year, right? Who knows what's happening with Philly? You can't trust, no, even insulting myself, you can't trust Brooklyn yet. We don't know. Like, they might be looking at themselves like, we are the future for the next three to five years. Obviously, it's so fleeting in basketball, right? But this completely changed their mindset, I'm, I'm sure, in some way. So, yeah, I mean, it's huge. Like we're saying, like, it is everything. Yeah, I mean, if you're Miami, if you're Brooklyn, if you're Golden State, this has a domino effect in terms of who you pursue next. Toronto, I have no idea what they're going to do, or Dallas. Like, I don't know how Dallas solidifies that team and, and makes yeah, it yeah. a legitimate contender. Um, that seemed like a perfect fit, or Giannis going to Toronto, somewhere that's medium market. Right. But if you're right. Miami, you have to at least uh, give the Tyler Hero base package for James Harden a look. Because otherwise, you're not winning a championship with this team, um, I think, in three years. They were close, though, dude. Yeah, they were close, but I'm not taking anything away from them. They're very talented, yeah. but yeah. and this is the commentary from every pundit is that they were built for the bubble-type environment. And I really do believe in that. It's, it's just like a machine. You could put it anywhere, and they would do the same thing and play a beautiful, hard-nosed brand of basketball. Um, but I, I don't think it'll be the same way this year, especially with the Bucks getting better under different circumstances. Brooklyn, yeah. I think, is going to be a legitimate force. They might finish fifth or sixth, but nobody wants to face them in the playoffs. <laughs> this might get crazy. So I think they probably will finish that low. Uh, we'll talk about it, though. 
Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm big on the Heat potentially making it back to the conference finals, but even if they make the finals, the question this year is who can beat the Lakers? I, I think that right. everybody needs to measure right. the and roster the against game that. didn't seem to be what you needed to beat the Lakers. No. Yeah, I'll give you that. But on the flip side, like, the Heat kept all the players. You expect Hero to get better. You expect Bam to still be getting better. Yeah. I'm not expecting, you know, Jimmy Butler and, and Drogic to be any better, but I'm expecting them to be at the same level. So I still think you have to be optimistic. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to take a step forward from where they ended. Yeah, but I think even so, the Lakers got better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're the Heat, you can't be worried about the. I, I know they just go to the, they did just go to the finals. But I like, think everybody has to. Yeah, right? like when the not, Warriors were the Warriors, like everybody the, was worried about how to beat like the Warriors. It's not like the Warriors because then the East was so bad. Also, that like it was just the Cavs worrying about facing off with the Warriors, and everyone else in the East was just trying to beat LeBron. They weren't like the Raptors weren't thinking about how to beat the Warriors, right? Yeah, they were just trying to get by. Right. So because in one conference it was like a full yeah, conclusion right. what was going to happen. Right. So, but the Heat is. I'm saying like. The, heat's, the East, sorry, is going to be like a clusterfuck. There's going to be a lot of solid teams up front. So I don't think Miami is just thinking about how to match the Lakers. I'm sure Pat Riley is because that's how he thinks and he just had that bitter loss. But yeah. I'm saying that shouldn't be their mindset. To me, at least, it should be getting back there. But anyway, I digress. The Bucks situation, the honest thing, it's a big deal. I am surprised, I will say one more time, just because he has said the whole time his biggest thing is about winning. So I was confused, like, why he needed to make a decision before the season started, right? If money is really not... The only reason to make this extension now is financial. And he said that, like, winning was his biggest deal. But I know loyalty, really, trumped that in the yeah, end. Yeah, loyalty also... I mean, so money... You have, to, you have to respect that, for sure. And I'm not begrudging anyone the money. I was just surprised they didn't wait till the end of the year and at least, like, see how it plays out. What I, what I thought in this decision was a very human decision. It wasn't just about winning in my mind. I mean, he came from poverty. His story is well documented. Yeah. So I think the ability to lock into lifelong wealth, not only for him, but I don't know, six, seven generations yeah, after yeah, him, yeah, right. it's a, a really unique opportunity. And like you said, the NBA is so fleeting. Um, tomorrow he could tear his Achilles, but he's locked into that money. Yeah. No. So I think that definitely has an element. I totally agree. I'm not begrudging anything. Or- I'm I'm somewhat surprised that he made the decision before the season after the Bucks bungled the Bogdanovich thing. Um, I think they got better with Drew Holiday, but yeah. I don't see how them going to the playoffs, how it's going to be much different, especially with Budenholzer, who is so aggressively um, yeah, stubborn about the way that he coaches. I know, but isn't like we've been talking a lot about how like Bledsoe is just like dreadful in the playoffs, and like you need a third star, not even a star, Lakers need a third star, but you need a player to rise up, and Bledsoe is terrible. Drew Holiday is obviously such a massive upgrade above him just player wise and then also what you expected what you're expecting to need in the playoffs so they got to feel pretty good and i feel like the, I, yeah Bogdanovich would have been a nice piece i just still think, I think it's like too much weight to be like that in itself is going to blow up your confidence if Giannis can't reliably hit a jump shot and he continues to be yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of the one-dimensional right, player right. that he was against the heat right and then yeah, if, if, if bud won't play more than 30 minutes then they're not we're, gonna get we're talking about it from Giannis' perspective, right? Not from the standpoint of, like, do we think the Bucs should go to the finals? We're talking from Giannis' perspective. Giannis perspective like, did he see upgrades? I was like, Giannis is going to be like, hell yeah, I'm the best player in the world. Like, I don't, like, who cares about how, how I'm used or, like, um, like that I have these struggles. Like, he believes that he's the best player and that he could do it, right? So, I think from his perspective, he's just looking, like, did we get better? Unquestionably, yes, we got better. Did I have, do I have a piece around me that I think fits better into my game? I think he would say yes. Yeah. So. They might not be done. I mean, they have to make another move, I think, to be a legitimate contender. Making it out of the East with their roster, definitely possible. We saw last year they were historically great. Yeah. But with that roster in the playoffs, I don't really trust it. So I would be surprised okay, if they that's don't make good, another move to upgrade. That's a good segue. Since you already opened it up into um, how, the Bucks perf- no, but how the Bucks performed in the ball yeah. even. Like, thoughts on the East, 
how it played out. We kind of already talked about what we see with Miami from how they played out and how it could continue. Yeah. I mean, I was just not... I don't think anybody was impressed by the Bucs. It's just more of the same every year. It's not that they lost. It's the manner in which they lost again. Yeah. And Bledsoe just not being able to figure it out. At this point, everybody recognizes that he's just not a playoff player. Right. He can't live up to the moment. Right. But I, I found them to be one-dimensional. I found Budenholzer's coaching so frustrating. And I'm not a, a vested party. So I, I can't even imagine. I mean, all small market teams sure. bond together, as you just said. So. But I can't imagine what Bucks fans are thinking. We got, we got when got from producer Matt. So that, that's how we know that was funny. When they pull Giannis out with, I don't know, X number of minutes left yeah. in a quarter, they limit him to 30 minutes. I thought yeah. they did that all regular season so that he could play 40 right, minutes right. and keep them in every yeah. series. Yeah. Because he had to literally give it his all when he was finally allowed to play on a bum ankle. So I, I don't know what would have happened if he hadn't gotten injured. The Heat were legit. They played beautiful basketball. The Bucks looked disjointed. But again, yeah. but I... They also got rocked, too. The Bucks, the Bucks Yeah. Got, I mean, it was rocked. They got embarrassed. Like, we, we can't, like, understand They got that. embarrassed. Yeah. But I think if, if Giannis weren't the defensive force that he is, then I would view him as not... I don't know. I wouldn't take his MVP away from him, but I don't know if he would have won the MVP if he if he doesn't have that kind of defensive portfolio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was the defense player of the year, right? Yeah, he just he yeah. seems so one dimensional when they're not playing well. Right. When they're playing well, he really does seem unstoppable. Right. Defense travels, right? Defense comes in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. The flip side, though, what you're saying, right, about how like the Heat game was meant for the bubble. Right? Is is that, I guess the question is, like, is that just a edge case that, like, he were meant for it? Or is it, like, we have to throw out the whole bubble experience from, like, what we're expecting in the future? Because, yes, I know the Bucks. let's say, let's say we want to say, yeah, the bubble is its own, is its own beast, right? That would be the argument for the Bucks. Like, they got blown out, right, in the bubble. Like, the bubble is just, like, we, we can't compare it to normal situations. The whole year was weird, blah, blah, the, the, whatever, how many months break in between. Like, we're just going to kind of throw that out. Both the Bucks, right? It's not like the first year where it's happened. happened the same exact thing happened the year before. But there is a part of me that wants to say, like, I don't know how much stock we can put into what happened in the bubble in terms of going forward. It was different the year before, though. I mean, the Bucks, and, and that's the point that everybody makes with the Bucks, right? Is that they were up 2-0. Yeah. They were, I don't know, like right, so one overtime away. So they weren't from as abysmal. Making it to the finals. They yeah, they were, they were yeah. making progress. Right, right. And it seemed like this year they would finally break through, or last year now. Right. So, yeah. it, it felt particularly disappointing this past year. So I guess in that regard, I'm, I'm surprised that Giannis took the extension before the season started and he could see how things would play out. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I saw him as a one-dimensional superstar. I saw Bud as a one-dimensional coach. I saw Middleton as the best player on the team, which I shouldn't right. in the playoffs. <laughs> it should be Giannis. Right. But he was two years in a row, basically, right? Yeah, it's a problem. Right. I mean, this is everything you're saying is the reasons why the Nets are going to run the table. I mean, listen, I'm not a Nets hater. I'm a big believer in what they have. I don't think they should uh, trade Harden. I don't think they should even no, sniff a deal. No, I know. I mean, why I would you know. trade all of your depth? No, 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 you know I don't think either. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. All right, so let's hear it. How are you feeling about the Nets? Okay. Um, I'll tell you what. I hate Kyrie. I've mentioned that many times. Yeah. Him personally, um, on the pod slash the show, producer Matt, I talk his ear off all the time about how I hate Kyrie. I do. Okay, and just to lay it out, because like, this is episode three, right? Yeah. We're going to go till, who knows, right? I mean, there's three. We can go to like- One three, a year three. until we die. We could, so. right, no, 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 not that. Three. This could be, this could be three, we could go to 300, right? So I'll just lay it out for the people, for the new people, 
for people who forgot, for the people in the back, whatever they need. Like everything about, I have a strenuous relationship with Kyrie, I would say. Everything about him like makes me want to like him on the surface. He's from, he grew up in the town next to me. He like bought a home like back in our area. His uh, AU coach was my, what like coached my high school. I knew who he was since I was like 12 years old. I've been hearing about Kyrie Irving. Like he feels very personal to me in that way, you know? And now he came back to my team. He's like the only player in the league probably that was a net fan basically. And he said like, I'm coming back. I grew up a dire net fan. I was like, oh man, me too. We're the only two people in the world, right? He came back to my team. He joined us. He brought us Kevin Durant. I'm very cognizant of that. Like Kevin Durant doesn't give a fuck about the Nets or any or Brooklyn or anything, right? He came because Kyrie, for whatever reason is going on, Kevin Durant said. But he's just obviously <laughs> the most unlikable personality. I, like, I don't really know how you could defend him, you know? I mean, Personally. it seems like he's actively trying to alienate. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't care, clearly. I mean, and like four years ago, we thought he was just like kind of a joke talking about like the world is flat and mm-hmm. stuff. But then he realized like he actually doesn't give a fuck about anything, feels like he's so, I don't know if counterculture, cultural is the right word, but like something along those lines and whatever equivalency his, he is. Um, so I really hate him. And then Kevin Durant, obviously, like we already disliked from the whole Golden State thing, how like, prissy he was, and defensive he was, and, like, oh, my God, he was on, remember he was on Bill Simmons' podcast, like, a million times, and he kept being, like, I just don't understand why, like, people don't respect me since I won, like, I'm a champion, like, don't they see that? And you just, like, want to grab, grab the pot, grab the, the audio through your phone, and just, like, shake him and be, like, how do you, like, at least own up to, like, like, taking the easy way being out. a bitch, like, just own, yeah. own up to it a little bit, you can, like, be the... You can like he could have played the the bad card right and just been like I'm the villain this is what I'm doing like, I'm trying to win and you just like throw your hands up right and be like okay you're I mean you're better like he showed up and he showed up in the playoffs he showed up in the finals like you can't call out on that but he was just like so defensive and whiny about it and just like whatever so I already disliked him and now the fact that he loves Kyrie so much that that's the reason he came is like okay that's a super that's a red flag on KD like his. Decision making is clearly off, and what he values in life is. Like, I'm, I'm back on the Durant bandwagon. Ah, I'm so. Nervous. I've never seen somebody more impressive on a basketball court. The things that he can do are alien. It's unbelievable. Okay, and and I've gotten over the whole Golden State thing. It's been 550 days since he's played a game. I love a good comeback story, and I think he's going to be 95, if not 100 percent, of what he was before. So that leads me to where I am. Where you're saying how I feel about the Nets. My point is, yes, I personally have a lot of conflicting emotions about them. I hate the two. Hate is a strong word. I dislike the two star players a lot. I hate Kyrie Irving. Right. I'll use I, that for I dislike the two the two star players a lot. It feels weird they're representing my team. On the other hand, we've never had two players obviously this good. And the preseason game last night, we were fucking great. I know it's preseason, but KD looked back to normal basically. Kyrie, like for all of everything about him, there's not many players. I don't know if there's five players I'd rather watch for 48 minutes in a game if I if I could pay money for. He's just electric every time he has the ball. He's the ball on a string, the whole thing. I the personal starting to bleed into the, the pleasure of watching him. Maybe. When on your team, I, I, when only, see on the, your team, I only see the person. When he's on your team, though, you, you put it away. Like, yeah. you, ha- you have blinders on. Like, you have to. Like, I consciously know, like, these guys I don't like, I would I don't really want them to win, but, like, they're on my team. You put that all aside. Don't you, don't you just perceive them as mercenaries? If the Nets win the championship, then I'll count it as perfectly legitimate because yeah. they're taking a group of homegrown talent and bringing them to the apex. Yeah. But would you, as a lifelong Nets fan, feel that it's as legitimate as like a D'Angelo Russell coming up with Karis? I don't think legitimate is the right word, but fulfilling, fulfilling. no, obviously, obviously not. I mean, 
Of course, so how do you view them? Do you, do, you, do you view them as Brooklyn Nets or do you view them as mercenaries? Because Durant never felt like a Golden State Warrior, and that was the big thing, yeah. why he left. He could never integrate. Right, right, right. Um, and honestly, I, I don't count those championships against Steph, Clay, Draymond, but I take it away from KD in a completely different way. Because the other ones won a championship with yeah. the homegrown group, yeah. and then KD bailed out of a good situation, took the easy way out, and I don't fault any of those guys who I think are high-character guys, very likable. I don't fault any of them for winning two more titles with them. No, I don't think anyone does, right? Right. but they, we, all would take, we all would take KD. They fall, yeah, they fall KD. But well, KD... I mean, he's the one that showed... I mean... Exactly. They can go join him in Oklahoma State. Exactly. But the point yeah. is, do you view him as just a mercenary making another stop of before course. he goes to the next team? Of course, but it doesn't... I don't think that takes... It doesn't, like... Yeah, okay, it takes away in the sense that it's not as fulfilling, but, like, a championship's a championship, a good team's a good team, I'm still going to be happy. Yes, it wouldn't be the same level. I, I agree. Like, to be the level of fulfillment, enjoyment, attachment, whatever I felt for the Nets getting, winning one playoff game and getting bounced out of a first-round series, how much, like, I and Net fans, like, loved that team. It was a nice one. For, the, for, for this season to eclipse that, like, they're going to have to make the finals, basically, right? Not in, ter- not in terms of, like, me, like, just loving watching the basketball, but to feel that, like, sense of, like, oh, hell yeah, like, the Nets. Like, they're going to have to make the finals, for sure. And I think I'm cognizant of that. But, like, I won't be spitting in the face of championship. I'm a big sports fan. Like, I've never seen a championship in my young life. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not expecting to see one anytime soon, but any of my other sports teams, like, I would gladly take it and just kind of stifle the emotion I feel about KD and Kyrie. But at the same time, because how I feel about them, I don't feel like we're going to... I think it's a unique situation (laughs) because both of the superstars, the focal point of the team, are not like born and bred Nets players. They're not homegrown talent. Whereas with the Warriors, you had a whole collection of homegrown talent. And then KD joined them. Of course. Um, Like even the Heat, you have Dwayne Wade, who had been there. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. Right. Yeah, so okay, that's truth, why it feels bizarre even to me as somebody on the right. periphery. I think the the flip side is like, okay, I heard this thing. Um, I'll probably never see a championship in my entire life, so I'll take whatever I can get. Yeah, totally. I, right. I totally understand Okay, that. and there's like, okay, we're sitting in New York right now, right? Like, we know, like, n- n- no one cares about the Nets. Like, the Nets can win the championship this year. Still no one will care. New York doesn't care. That's fine. Like, they're getting a lot of play on, like, first take and, like, other shit like that talking about the Nets. But, like, I'm sure if we listen to sports radio right now in New York, like, they're not. No one's talking about the Nets. That's just the truth. How are talking about the Knicks? What the fuck are they talking about? Football. Baseball. What are they talking about? Football. <laughs> how bad the Jets I'm sure are? People are talking, Adam Gase? I'm sure people are talking about the Knicks right now, and then they'll stop in a month. Yeah. Because that's just... You know every time we, like, talk to, like... Obi Toppin looks good. My dad or my uncle. Like, they just... Nick fans just have this, like, weird... It's they're delusional. A, they're all delusional. Yeah, there's something in the water here. It's weird that there's, like, sh- there's, like, shitty franchises that, like, accept their fate. Like, talking about the Jets, like, all, Jet fans, like, we hate our team. We're very negative about it. Like, we we have no optimism, blah, blah. And the, and the Jets are far and away a better franchise than the Knicks. But Knicks fans know they're terrible, but they have this, like, this weird... Where they focus on, like, little... Like, my dad was, like, Julius Randle. He's gonna change change everything. And, like, lots of Knicks fans, like, thought like that. I'm not thinking they're going to win a championship, but they just pick out these, like, little things and they really cling on to it. I don't even know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for franchises. Give you hope. Whatever. My point was, like, people here don't care about the Nets. The Nets could go... Nets could win the championship. New York's still not going to care. It's not what I... I forgot what my point was that I was making. I'm sure, it was ve- I'm sure it was very profound. I'm sure there's plenty of people in New York who want to hop on a bandwagon. 
And they'll, they'll love going and yeah, seeing the show with nothing else. I guess, but it's the, like... It is cool. I get what you're saying, though. It's like it's kind of niche to be a Nets fan oh. here, so it means more to you than it does the rest of the city. Well, definitely, but I remember what I was trying to say. Okay. My, point, my point was that, like, what's going to happen is that right now the media, because because it's such a national story, not a local story, everyone's focusing on KD Kyrie. It's all they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, even the tale was like, oh, we signed DeAndre Jordan a year ago. They were, like, giving, like, way too much focus on that because, like, who cares? He was terrible. The point is, like, Nets fans... Like we're looking at the rest of the team, and it's like, okay, the whole team is not mercenaries. Like our guys are still, our guys are still here. We didn't trade those people. If they had trade for Harden, like forget the whole thing. Like I would still root for them, but like it wouldn't feel like anything. They have to give up every single player. Yeah. But like the same guys who have built us for the last yeah, three or four fair. years, we still got Levert, we still got Harris, we still got Spence, we still got Jared Allen. Like those are our main four guys. Like I liked, I liked Prince a lot last year. He's not a homegrown net, but he felt like, like yeah. Type of he had a bad, he didn't have a great year, but like I still felt. Like he's one of our guys. All those guys are there. If we do get to the championship, it's because two of, of those guys are going to have to step up like crazy. It's because of them. If right? They, if they win a title, yeah. it's because of so the sporting cast. My point is, like, I'm going to be able to convince myself and spin it in my mind about all these things, and I won't think about the team as a mercenary. Even if KD is the one standing up there, obviously with the trophy, and all they talk about on sports, you know, ESPN, sports talk, whatever, is going to be KD, Kyrie, all that shit. Like, I'll still know, like, okay, these guys played a huge part, and that's just... I think any basketball Sorry. junkie, people who actually know what they're talking about, understand that the depth is what's right. going to win the yeah, match. Yeah, that's not headlines, though. So no, one no and also yeah. Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving, they're probably both going to be limited to, what, 50 games to prep for the postseason? But you have a Spencer Dinwiddie or Karis LeVert who you can throw you out there know, any night. You just know Kyrie's going to get hurt this year. I just, I just, I just, I think I dislike him so much that I don't even trust his injuries. Like, I haven't felt his <laughs> yeah. injuries were legitimate enough uh, to warrant taking off the entire season. Yeah. I really can't stand him. I think yeah, he's, no, the, he's the most awesome. unlikable superstar there is. Right. But he's not even trying to get like. And it's it's all relative, right? Like I see KD, and I can easily root for KD when I see him standing next to Kyrie Irving, who's talking about he needs more post ups. I think he was joking. Is he? But yeah. He was not joking, bro. I, Have you I, seen I, the video? Yeah, but KD. He like, wasn't totally joking. Shot him down. He wasn't joking. There's no way. Also, he refuses to talk to the media. I understand, like. You don't want to be he fetishized. Did, he did talk to the media, but yeah. I get that, but no, no, at the same I, time, like, you're me. getting paid $30 million Listen, I'm not excuse me. My point is, though, my point is that, like, no, they're not going to ruin my enjoyment of a team. Like, first of all, you're not going to let any player, like, ruin the team for you. The team that you grew up with, right? Like, no, diehard fan is bigger than any individual player. And my point is, there's still so yeah. much, there's still so much there. Right, as it stands, totally agree. If they did trade for Harden, and they just, no, well, they, not, they empty the treasure chest. I mean, I'm not... Defending that for a second. Then I, I couldn't root for them for a second. And right now, I want okay. them to do well. I would love to see them in the conference finals. Yeah. Okay, but yes, I I believe them a lot, yeah. I mean, I think, like you're saying, Durant looks the same, close to it. He was, as you pointed out in text message the other day, the second best player in the world before he went down. He can get to a similar... Arguably the best. I mean, there were plenty of people who were making Arguably the best. I mean, the year before, you could definitely make that argument. I would say he embarrassed more. LeBron in two straight finals. I understand yeah. it was totally mismatched, but defensively, yeah. offensively, he absolutely embarrassed yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, this is the biggest net season in ever, so. Yeah. I felt pretty good. Yeah, the problem is, though, flip, flip side, he's already worrying, like, if they do win, I'm going to be so happy about it, but then everyone's just going to, people I don't know are just going to assume that I'm a little bandwagon, little Instagram, you know, Nets fan, like, I'm sure, like, good half, thing you don't have an half the world, yeah, good thing you don't have an Instagram, right. Like, half the world is, I'm going to have to Yeah, but the real ones will be like, they'll be like, no, 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 I really like them. <laughs> I'm from New Jersey. Like, I like them since they were in New Jersey. All right, how would you rate yeah. your level of excitement for this season? Taking into consideration all the weirdness of it, but also the player movement, yeah. rookies, how would you rate this level of excitement relative to the last, I don't know, three or four? 
I feel like every year I get more and more excited, more and more invested. Okay, we, okay, we've talked about it, and it's so counterintuitive because we're doing a show right now and like trying to get back into this and like get people hyped about this. But I'm less excited in the moment just because it feels like the NBA was just here. Truthfully, right? Like yeah. it, it just feels like it was just here, and like we have like a biological clock, you know, and yeah. you start to get restless when it starts to be preseason or training camp yeah. or regular off season. I didn't. I didn't feel the the missing of it though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. I, I didn't get restless. Right, right. So in and that, even it's only been what a two month difference I right. think from what it usually is. Yeah, exactly. But it feels like a lot more. So in that sense, I'm not missing it. But in terms of like actual storylines, players, like that whole thing, and because like my team is actually good for the first time, yeah, really good for the first time, I've never been in that sense like more excited to see what happens. I'm just like I could have waited another month, you know. Yeah, I got it here. I'm ready to go. But this is the first time in a while where I'm just looking at the list of teams right now. I think there's 25 teams I would enjoy watching on any given night. And for a long time, it was like 20 teams, and the other 10 are like seller teams. They're absolute garbage. But now even the garbage teams have really exciting young players. Okay. Um, We're like on the precipice of getting into it, right? You can like feel it. Your juice is about talking talking about the Hawks. I can like see it in you. Like you're ready to get into the the minutia. Let's just quickly... (laughs) Let's just get the Laker talk out of the way. All right. We got to give LeBron some respect, right? Just move on from that, and then we can just focus on all the little crappy teams and like the bottom of the conferences, which is like the junkies like us who we really want to talk about, right? I mean, LeBron's gonna end up being the leader in every major statistical category by the time he retires, and he'll probably finish with six titles. Maybe that was what his fourth. Yeah, I could see him winning two more. Two more. Yeah, I mean, I I think they'll win this year, and then in the future. Maybe if he slows down, they get somebody else who helps out. It's L.A. It's a big market. It's a draw. He's a draw. Um, So I think by the end of his career, in totality, LeBron probably will go down as the greatest of all time. Sounds nice to me. I'm not taking anything away from him. It was unbelievable. (laughs) I really cannot believe what I'm saying, and I almost take it for granted because every night you get the same thing, and it's just pure brilliance. It's like he's... He's cracked the code, like unlocked the way to play basketball at the highest level while somehow conserving your energy and staying as nimble and athletic as he is for a 35-year-old. It makes absolutely no sense. There's no precedent. Nobody's going to follow him like this. He might play into his 40s at this rate. He didn't show any signs of slowing down. Yeah. And AD is legit, which we all knew, but seeing no, him he, on a championship team lit, step up to the moment in the Western Conference Finals I mean, he especially. Heat, right? Yeah, he yeah. is legit. Yeah. I mean, that's this is like what LeBron wanted with Kyrie, right? Yeah. Is to like take, I wouldn't say a back seat, but take an even seat. And I think LeBron would admit they're even now with the hopes of like taking a gradual step back or letting him control, not just for games, but for a series or weeks at a time, not the whole season. And that's exactly what he has now. Yeah. I mean, he's the second best player in the game. So said ESPN. So, like, I don't think... I, I'm not saying that, but the point is he's, like, consensus top five, right? Arguably top three. Hard to, hard to beat a team like that. I will say this. You know me. I'm not a huge better, but I like to dabble in the ponies every once in a while. When the Right before the bubble started, easy, easiest bet in the world, Lakers, Lakers. Lakers future to win the championship... Whatever it was, it wasn't. It was like decent odds. Easiest bet in the world, because like the only thing you can go on is logic, right? And like the whole thing with the bubble is like no one knew anything. There was no logic. It's chaos. Like what's the one constant you bet on during chaos? Like LeBron. I would have bet LeBron if he didn't have even, if he, even yeah. if he didn't even have AD. I still would have put that bet on it on yeah. him, because like what do you know? Like he's gonna show up. He's not gonna be hurt. 
He's going to He's going to be there every night. He's going to give us all every night. He'll his team will be in every single game that he wants to be. Well, it's funny That's too. You exactly you, you see him defer to AD for the first couple games of the finals, and you think maybe AD will win Finals MVP. Nah. But then LeBron's LeBron. Yeah, he's an alpha. He figures it out, and yeah. he's never going to let his team lose. I mean, in the finals, unless you're going up against Kevin Durant or like one of the greatest teams of all time in the Spurs, the Mavs. Or, yeah, <laughs> but that was that was that was him. No, no, but this sounds like Lebr- we're not LeBron haters. So no, we we admire LeBron so we much. We yeah. we respect him infinitely. And, and I, again, like he, I, I, I'm just used to it at this point. I know, I'm numb I know to personally it. that he really appreciates R individually. He R calls me sometimes, yeah, 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 just lets me know that he doesn't take it for granted. Right. The way no, he, he says, there's a lot of people in the media that talk bad about him, they get at him, but like but he, not Gabe and Noah, but like not Gabe and Noah, and they got a pretty and big, not producer Matt, and they got a pretty <laughs> big reach. So <laughs> they're really tapped into that young young demographic. All right, if we're gonna talk about the Lakers, we gotta talk about the Clippers. Ugh. What happened, and why do you think anybody thinks it'll be different this year? He's still got Kawhi, right? Still, wow, you had Kawhi last year. No, but like you're saying, why wouldn't it be different, right? Like you still have Kawhi. He's just like you don't you don't like to bet against guys, right? They're that great. That's just the truth. My point is being like I don't have a good reason for like why it will be different, but of course you can't like rule them out because the personnel no. is there. But I just think it's funny. Uh, PG is like making a, a big to do about pin downs or whatever his problem was, yeah. as if Ty Lue wasn't on Doc Rivers' staff. You saw he said. Um, PG was like, I gotta get back to my MVP form. No, I didn't see that, but that's pathetic. I was like, bro, you never won an MVP. Talk about people <laughs> whose stock went way down <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs, and then he cashed yeah. out with a max contract, but smart for him to take it now. Oh, I, was, I thought you were saying people that out. stock went down just personality-wise, speaking about oh, everything. stars. Playoff P, he thinks the world of himself. Playoff he P, was, He oh was a God. total fucking disaster. Yeah. I just, and Doc's point on his way out was that the team never became a team. Again, I don't see how anything is going to change this year. I don't expect them to break through. I don't think they're legitimately going to challenge LA. I just don't believe in them. Okay. Do you think Kawhi? That- sure. Like I, you know, I know Kawhi's brilliance and I respect it, but he's only Kawhi. Do you and think when he won with better, Toronto, there was a whole team. Who in the West then would you give a better odds about beating the Lakers? Go ahead, scroll through that Western Conference preseason standings. I'm looking at yeah, look, Let me update everyone. Um, currently, standings are zero. Oh no, there the are Warriors are one. Oh, this is the preseason, preseason standings. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, the Warriors are undefeated right now. Dallas, in the preseason. LA. Oh, I mean, this is over. Dallas is 2-0 in the preseason. I mean, oh, listen. No. Place the bets. Other than the Clippers, and they could very well make it to the conference finals because I don't really believe in the top four in the West so yeah. much. But other than them, I guess Denver could make it back to the conference finals. Yeah. Denver, For them, at least Denver you can make the case that their guys are going to keep growing. They're going right. to develop. Michael Carter-Williams might turn into something legit. But with the Clippers... Kawhi, but beyond Kawhi, who do you have? A superstar, right. ostensible superstar who doesn't show up. Okay, I'm not moments. saying I do believe this, but I think it's a valid argument to say we can't go, like, the bubble is not a true identifier for any teams. Right. I just think we pick and choose when we pull that card. No, but I'm saying, I'm using your logic about about the Heat. Right. If we're using that same logic about the Heat, then on the flip side, like, doesn't that apply to the Clippers? Yeah, it a team does. That, a team that's not really together. Like, didn't really want to be there. But also, to contest my point about the Heat, is you don't want to take anything away from the team. They played brilliant basketball, and maybe they could have done it anywhere. So I don't want to invalidate their success. Okay, fair. But that is what a lot of people say, is that you can plug that system in anywhere, and they'll do well. So I'm just saying, and I'm not disagreeing with you, I do think it had an impact. It's very clear. Paul George made it clear. But, like, when do we apply the bubble caveat, and when do we not apply it? 
For this, I never believed in the team the whole year. They were very disjointed. They had one stretch, right. I think a month long, where they actually looked good. Right. But that, right. talking at, about at, a team of mercenaries, at some that, point, that at some point, like you have to be like on paper having having five of the best defenders in the league. Like on paper, that's just not good enough. Also, can we fucking talk about it? Why does anybody like Pat Beverly? Oh, why does he play? Why did he get good money from the Clippers? Why is he their starting I mean, point guard? Why don't they get a real point a guard? <laughs> but I don't get it. He doesn't bring anything else yeah, to the table. Even that, he just fouls too much too yeah. quickly. Talk about unlikable players. Yeah, I. Yeah. he has no off button, though. Right. Like I actually think he's okay. insane, too. So my argument for the Clippers, though, and I'm not really making the argument, it's just... Right, I don't know anybody advocate, who really firmly believes in that. Is that think, I, I don't think there's a better team in them in the West that aren't Lakers. So I think they're going to get the opportunity. Yeah. And then maybe that whole, like, they're not the bubble anymore. Maybe it'll be different. Yeah. And, and you still have Kawhi. I can see Denver beating them, though, in a yeah, conference semifinals. You could. Yeah. I could. Right. But, like, you still have Kawhi, and Kawhi has shown he has the potential to be the best player on in the court at any time, which he showed, too, only two years yeah. ago, right? So he has that, and then you got to think. And much like I hate Paul George, like, he's still a good player. I'm not trying to – we're not totally trying to describe him. That's the argument for them. I'm not saying it's a convincing argument. I think Kawhi's big thing, like his whole introverted uh, bit, not yeah. bit, like that's who he is. That's who he is. Um, it, it works to his advantage a lot of the time, like when you win a championship with Toronto mm-hmm. where you have some vocal leaders in the team and you can rely on them to like correct wrongs mm-hmm. and pick a direction, whatever. Um, it works and it's endearing that he's right. introverted, but then when he doesn't step up and lead his team, right, and then, you have, and then the you have Paul George, Beverly, and Lou right. Williams, like, like making all this noise, personalities arguing and arguing with everyone. So to me, yeah, like, my, my, my perception of Kawhi was definitely muddied by the experience. Sure, and so I don't, I don't believe in him in like the super superstar superpower right. kind I mean, of way they, that we did. Right. They had Lowry, right? That's what you're saying. They have Lowry, yeah. yeah. They have Marcus Allah, who's like a, yeah. a credible veteran. I mean, maybe Tyler will change it. That's that's their hope. Maybe right? yeah. I don't blame him for getting rid of personality. Rivers thing. is my point, right? Rivers' stock clearly, went down too. Man, a lot of people's huge. stock went down this huge. this past season. People have been hating and off season. People have been hating on Rivers too. Lately. Yeah, well, he won one title. He's collapsed what Multiple four times. times. Yeah, he's lost I think three series, three. He one. was a totally. He was like pretty much a failed coach before they got the big three in Boston. Yeah, stint in Orlando, stint in Boston. He's good at managing personalities, but is he good at X's and O's? Clearly not. How do you not make an adjustment? You blow three straight games. When you have Kawhi Leonard, just throw him the ball. I mean, there were games in the Toronto playoffs where he won the game himself, took 40 shots. Yeah. So, yeah, his well, stock went that's down. That's the argument for the Clippers, right? Every, everybody, yeah, <laughs> that he could do that. Yeah, that he could do that. That he could do that, and, like, obviously no one else in the West has shown that they could do that right. besides Lakers. I mean, do, Jamal Murray looked pretty, pretty I was, fucking I was good in the playoffs. Say, Jamal looked great. And, like, Don like dropped 50 whenever he wanted to. Yeah. They lost the first round series. Their stock went up. But they played... Right? I mean, they played the Jazz. Man, so half an inch away. What are you going to do? Yeah. So. And they didn't have Bogdanovich. I'm excited to see them. I think they're, they they could maybe make Who it to the conference finals. Yeah. If everything clicks, yeah, which I mean, last year it didn't, and it was like a revolving I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Gobert guy. No. So. They haven't extended him. I'm yeah. interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, I guess they're not. I mean, do you game. give that guy a max? I don't know. Right. I guess that series, too, just showed, like, defensive centers just totally inferior to offensive. Isn't it funny? I know Jokic is, like... I don't want to say generational in the sense that he's one of the, the top three players in the league, but he is such a unique player in that sense. Generational being like there's no one else in his generation like him. Well, like he doesn't have to play defense? No, no, no. I'm just saying like that's not a fair example to be like defensive center Gobert versus offensive center Jokic because he's not like an offensive center. He's not like Embiid. He's like a totally... Oh, he's a, a totally... Yeah, like you can't compare him to anything else. So I'm just saying like, The comparison that fair. I've heard is to Larry Bird and Jokic is yeah. seven feet tall. He looked good, slim, right? Yeah. 
He looked very good in the preseason. Yeah, COVID, well, COVID did well. <laughs> yeah, the COVID diet. He lost like 30 pounds, right? <laughs> during COVID, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, people don't know at home. Not during COVID, he had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Back in... Uh, I'm, letting, I'm letting the people know. Slovenia? Serbia? Serbia. Yeah, I don't know where he's from. He got it with uh, with uh, Djokovic. They both... Djokovic had the little, like... Like, oh, we don't believe in vaccines. A little tennis tournament in Serbia. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that party. Yep, and they all had COVID. But then Djokovic lost 30 pounds, so like, you know... All right, so, I mean, all of this is circling the question of who's the top four. Yo, I changed my mind. I'm super excited for the season now. You pulled me. You pulled me right in. Bro, I stay excited for basketball. It's all I think about all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Simmons has been really, he's been gracious in how much he talks about basketball in the offseason. What a nice guy. Great guy. Gracious, man. Zach Lowe, two pods a week. Haven't listened yet. No pop culture pods. All off season. You know me, dude. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to gain, take other people's ideas, make them my own. I'm not trying to get insight. I'm just. Oh, I'm a puppet. I'm just taking my eyes and my thoughts. Yeah, you're only watching Nets games. No, I'm watching a lot of football. You need league pass. Yeah. That's our ad. Nah, I don't need this. Yeah, league pass from NBA. Only two hundred fifty dollars a year. <laughs> Sponsor. It's actually a steal. That would be a sick sponsorship. <laughs> All right, Noah. <clears throat> Sorry. Top four in the West. Let's let's move into. <sighs> Should we talk East? Let's talk the biggest disappointment in the East. Can we outside get over of Milwaukee. the West? We, I'd like to move on from the West. All right, so let's get I out. I think the West is that interesting. So put Milwaukee aside. What the fuck happened to Philadelphia, and why would anybody think that will be different this year? I think mean, Philadelphia's done. Goodbye. Interesting. Goodbye. I think they're back. I think um, they're going to be a legitimate thing. You were just shitting on Doc Rivers. So? <laughs> you're, he's good at managing personalities. Yeah. And I don't think he'll try to make Ben's. I think Do you think your issue is a personality Brett issue? Do you think your issue is a personality issue? No. Right, okay. I think it's so, a fit issue, though. Yeah. And it, if you try to a, change. It's a basketball fit issue. Yeah. Wait a second. Did they. It, okay, I kept watching. Okay, during the draft, everyone was like, oh, they're drafting all shooters. Like, they finally figured it out. And I'm like, a little too late. Like, I'm not trusting some rookie to take these big shots. Like, you let JJ Reddick go. Like, how is anyone? It's related about to the basketball song? fit and the personal fit thing. Like, if Ben Simmons is in the spot all the time, moved, they moved in together. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Did they? No, Ben Simmons made a joke about it. They're, <laughs> they're getting so close to moving in together. <laughs> okay, that's ridiculous. I don't care about that. But if Ben Simmons is displeased because he's in the dunker spot all uh, the time yeah. to satisfy Embiid's unique offensive skill set, then inevitably there's going to be clashes between the two. So I, I think that Doc Rivers is going to be able to find some sort of balance. Hopefully. Even I'm not convinced. Like, I'm trying to I convince think, myself. I think they're trying to play a game that this NBA does not encourage and does not succeed in, right? What's the expression? Like, you're trying to fit, like, a circle peg in a square or whatever. Like, that's literally what they're Round trying to do. Square. They had players before. I, I just can't believe that they broke up that team. Broke it up. I mean, they didn't Jimmy trade Butler. them away. But, like, they didn't, they didn't do I don't know what they did with Tobias Harris. At the sink to get a, ball. A yeah, they chose disaster. Tobias Harris and then Horford over... Butler and Reddick, like, makes, right? I mean, I don't want to beat home the point because, like, we sound like every other person in the world who said this. This is not a unique thought at all. But, like... I don't know. They haven't... Re- I wasn't super out on it when they did it. I thought maybe they, they were, like, going against the grain okay, so much. I was a little bit against teams. it, but I'm, I'm, we, I'm talking about now. We thought that it would I'm be a that, historically great defense. I'm talking about now what people are saying. Is I don't want, I'm not saying at the time everyone's getting... I'm saying, like, now I don't want to beat home the point because right. it obviously looks so stupid to do that. But, like, I don't... They haven't fixed that at all. And the reason that, like... I felt very validated in that because everyone made such a big deal about Josh Richardson coming over. They're like, oh, he is the missing piece. Like, Josh Richardson is the missing piece. How did that Who's every, who, who are oh, people are saying stupid that. everyone's? Dude, every, the capital E, everyone. Okay, people who aren't us. 
Austin we're giving up. We're, we're, we're very smart. Right, right. I wasn't. I didn't even think it was a good move. You I mean, that's preposterous. Good, but, um, I like, shoot better than him. He's already out. They, I don't, like, just draft. It's it's so nice. Like, oh, we have three point shooters now. Like, that doesn't solve the issue. You still don't have a guy who can go one on one. I don't. Think I just think they have so much. They have so sense. much talent, though, that that they are always going to be a legitimate Eastern Conference Finals threat. We're going to crush them if we play them in a series. Also, Brett, talk about people who stop way down. I don't know why Brett Brown was along for it. What's he doing now? He got a, he got an assistant coaching job. I don't know. I don't know why he was around for. We'll as long take as him months. on the nets. We have like every random assistant coach. Yeah, you have Dantoni now. Dantoni, who could go get a head coaching job pretty much anywhere. He could have gone to New Orleans. Yeah, if he wants some time off. But yeah, I, I think Brett Brown was not the right person to figure it out. So it's less a Doc Rivers thing, and it's more a anybody else thing. I'm just curious what another credible season coach will be able to do. Because Doc did make three superstars work. I, I think maybe he has a chance to make two work. And last year, again, like I don't think it was a system thing that was the Clippers' undoing. I just don't think their pieces work. Like, I don't think they can play that game and work. Maybe Ben Simmons can make 35% threes this year. Right, but like we don't think he won't shoot it. Yeah. Exactly. So like, why would anybody? It's just be not, insanity to think. It's that just not going to work. I I just don't think it. Yeah. So what do they do? Nothing. They're going to they're, they're going to ride it again. You know they're going to ride it again. Unless it's falling apart in the middle of the season. That's why they have Daryl Morey. Right, and he's not afraid to make a move. No, he's paid a lot of money to make those hard decisions. Right. I think Harden's still going to be there for a little bit in Houston. Yeah, and he might be available yeah. if they want. If if it's not going great, and they want to make that move. We Talk get about people, we get rid of them. again, whose stock is going way down. Whose stock went up this offseason? Uh, Alice Caruso? I mean, full court press? <laughs> His stock went up. We're back. Full court press stock. Oh, Alex Caruso? Lucas stock, favorite for MVP. Alex Caruso stock went I like what New, through the roof. I like what New Orleans did. Yeah. OKC's stock went up. I think Chris Paul's stock went up. Yeah, definitely. Right? I mean, two years ago, everyone was hating on Chris Paul. And like what after we did in OKC, like... Personality-wise, leadership-wise, and then obviously, like, what do you say? Super second team All NBA, right? I think so. I think so. Like, talk about talk about how what did the Rockets have to do? They had to trade Chris Paul and a first-round pick to get Westbrook. I mean, like, looks like a joke now, right? Yeah. And like, no one and no one gave him shit at all for doing it at the time. Everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. Chris Paul's done. Totally revived. Bad for Memphis. He's probably the only player actually I can think of like specifically whose stock actually went up considerably. I think Mitchell, Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I don't even mean in the bubble. I just mean like in the off- But you're right. I guess the same thing. Off-season bubble. Whatever. All right, let's hear your top four. Let's move into predictions, individual, and team predictions. Oh, boy. Um, who are the East? Yeah, we start with the East. In no particular order? I do No, think- give me the order. Oh, I with the order. I mean, I do. I mean, I don't know how you argue about regular season wise, right? Yeah. I don't know how you argue against Milwaukee still. Like, who cares? Everything you said, right? Just like throw it out the window for now. Um, probably the Cavs too. They got they got a nice. They got for a those nice, at home, it's the first name that Noah sees got, on this list. They got a games. nice young core. They're two and zero in the preseason. Uh, two and zero in the preseason, dude. Dude, you gotta tell me that. Stuff. They're two and zero in their last ten. Um, they got. Oh, <laughs> they got a nice young core. Um, Okay. Yeah, I, I heard their player development coach is very good too. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, a couple of them are easy. I, I'll be honest. No, I don't think two is easy. You think two is easy? Then go ahead then. 
Yeah, like, when I, you said, I, when I would you, I would lock Boston into two. When you said like, oh, the Nets are gonna be like five or six, four or five. A lot of people were saying that. Like, I don't see why they can't be two. Because I think they're only gonna play fifty games each. So what? They got a lot of players. Yeah, but they have a lot of fine players on their own. I I, I, mean, I, I think they could be a two seed. I, we, I think we, we've be. seen what's happened the last couple of years. It's like a couple games under five hundred. It's typically what they do. The playoff team last year, Kyrie played twenty games. My point is like I don't. I'm not saying I'm going to predict the number two. Yes, I think Boston probably is on paper the second best team and probably will be there. I don't think anyone's really crying over Gordon Hayward being gone. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't see a reason why the Nets can't be, and I think they have a pretty good shot. And I'll lock them in at number three. That's my bias. It, feel, it just feels good to have a good team that you can be biased about. Okay. I used to have to be like really realistic and in a very down way, but I like to be a little, a little homer now. Okay. I'll put them three. Um, and I'll still... Uh, no love to Miami. Uh, I know. I can't even want to put Toronto four. That seems... I'm going to put Toronto in my top four for regular. regular yeah, we can put the Nets out then. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I physically am unable to do that. So. Sure, I'll put Miami four, Toronto five. You can, you can, you can flip in... The Heat instead of, um, I mean, Toronto instead of the Nets. Yeah, That's I would, fine. I I would say, that. I would say Milwaukee, uh, Boston, Miami, Toronto. Um, but the more important question is, who's gonna be the last four standing? Yeah, maybe this is the year Atlanta gets the playoffs. Blah blah. blah. I mean, there are a lot of garbage teams still. Oh, I meant the last four, like in the conference. Oh, in the conference, not the playing tournament. Dude, we're just getting in. We're talking about the whole At, season. Atlanta, right Atlanta will get into the play. Oh, boy. Um, well, yeah, the season starts in a couple days. You have to be on yeah, record yeah, making yeah. your predictions. Dude, I'm... Curious to see if you predict the next one. He's writing this down, so... Yeah, <laughs> he is. Um, let's quickly... Bomb. I mean, I, I think the four that I said... What four did I say again? Yeah, I'll stick with the four I said. Okay. Not, not Toronto. Come on. We can put the Nets in the, top, in the final four. Yeah, I'll put the Nets in the in the top four. Not Toronto. Conference finals. Okay. Um, let's just do the whole thing. Let's just say our conference finals and finals. Let's just get on the record. Move on. We're probably close to an hour. Let's just do it. I'll say. <laughs> That's I'm already getting into that. I'm glad you're on board. <laughs> I'm just trying to separate my mind that I want to say the Nets. Like from... You know, obviously, what I'm trying yeah. to think for. And I haven't actually decided if I think that, though. I'm not saying that I don't think that or do. I just haven't been able to actually work my mind around what I actually think they're going to end right. up doing. But I obviously want to believe in them as much as, much as I can. Uh, I just don't really believe in KD and Kyrie. Fuck it. I'll be on the record. Why not? I'm going to say the Nets over the Bucks. You the know Nets over the Bucks? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Nets over the Bucks. I'm out of Miami. I'm out on Boston. Frauds. Boston. Frauds. Kemba showed his true colors. He was injured. <laughs> what a loser. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll say the Lakers. Uh, Lakers over the Nuggets. You know, I'll be realistic. Lakers will win again over the Nets. How's that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't think there's... I mean, there's a chance the Nets make it to the finals. I'm not sold on that. Yeah, no, nor, nor, when, sh- nor should you be. When you have two basket cases leading your team, it <laughs> uh, might be better just to like leave them on the road somewhere Yeah. Um, and just push forward with Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, in the East, I would say that the Bucks, uh will make it to the conference finals. 
I could see the Heat making it again. Okay. You, you on the record? On the record? On the record, I'm going to say that this is the year that the Bucks break through. Okay. Yeah. Making the finals. Yep. Um, although we're just going to be here over, a year over, a, over Miami a year from now doing the same conversation eating our words right. yeah but I'll be wearing like, we won't talk I'll about Giannis like a championship Nets t-shirt though that would be pretty yeah, cool yeah exactly yeah um, it would be sick actually if they won and then KD just left somehow I know he can't but he just left and I could be done with him if Kyrie left I'll take my one championship you want Kyrie to stay? they both could be I'll oh, just okay. be back great, with great. I'm just back with Levert which is really what I'm trying to get to great great I'll take cool. Levert wherever cool cool um, and yeah Lakers I would say Lakers over Clippers who did I say again? Nuggets, right? You said Nuggets. And Lakers win the championship. Yeah. And we everyone knows Luka's going to win the MVP. It's right done. You can write that down. Yeah. Everyone said it. So it has, that's kind of how it works, right? People say that something's going to happen. That's like kind of how it happens. Because we just believe in the narrative, and then we just feed that narrative until it's done. Yeah. Well, AD didn't, didn't win. Depoy. Yeah. I think Luka will win, though. It, yeah, I think yeah. he will. I mean, he was like in strong consideration last yeah. year. Yeah. All right, let's do individual awards other than MVP. Oh, who cares? All right, tell me... Uh, uh, um, um, what's his name? Matthias... Uh, what's his last name? Matisse Tybel. Matisse Tybel. Great defender. Defense He's got a good defensive player of the year. Yeah, I don't know. Defensive player of the year. Who knows? It just matters like if people... If Gobert has a bounce back year or like... They're not going to give it to Giannis again, right? That's just like how it's not going to be, even if he is the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Kawhi plays like seven games. Maybe they'll just throw it to him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. LeBron. <laughs> yeah, LeBron's going to win. Has um, he never won one? I, th- I think he's Yeah, Marcus Gasol took, oh, his, took his one. So AD's going to win one. AD's going to win this yeah. year. That's what's going to happen, right? AD's going to be better than LeBron this year, but not good enough to give him the MVP over Lucas. So they'll give him defense player of the year as a constellation. All right, any surprise, Write it down. Any surprise playoff appearances? That's actually a, a reasonable conversation is the top eight in the West. That's difficult. The East, I couldn't give less of a shit. All I care about is the top five. I mean, you're curious to see like, if Atlanta makes a push, right? No. No? Couldn't care less. Wow. Okay. They're fun to watch on League Pass, but I don't believe in the team at all. And watching Trey Young is not yeah, as fun as people crack it up. Um, the, I mean, obviously, you got to write in the Grizz, like, probably the four seed. you got to just write that in. Write that in Sharpie, actually. I'm just glad you said it. I didn't yeah, have yeah. to. I mean, Elliot oh. will like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do think the Grizzlies will make, will make the playoffs. I do you do? That. Yeah, I think so. Wow. There's no I, honestly, there's no reason not to. I mean, the the top ten, or like the actual playoffs, the uh, playing tournament. Or the I was definitely saying the playing tournament. Mm-hmm. But arguably, yeah, the, I, I think they'll make the. I think tournament. arguably the actual playoffs. I mean, OKC is not going to be in, right? Yeah. Just think about who made the playoffs last year. OKC is out. Right. Golden State, I think, will be in. I think Phoenix will be in. Golden State, we'll see. I mean, I don't think there's a okay. Yeah, Phoenix, I think Phoenix, Phoenix has, is good. Again, like I said earlier, Chris right. Paul going there was bad for the Grizzlies. Right. No, I agree. But like, also, like the Rockets might be completely done yeah. in a month. I mean, we, they might we just, just trade like, everybody know, away. Right? The Rockets might be totally done. Um, you think Golden State can make I think playoffs? The Pel- Golden State can make playoffs? Yeah. Do you think they can? Of course they can. Yeah. They're not going to be a top team. You think they will? I don't know. They looked so know. atrocious just, last year. We just also have never seen Steph play without Clay. Obviously, he's going to be good. I'm not, I'm not trying to take that away from him. He's going to be very good. He was the unanimous MVP, which is still a crazy statement. Right. But, like, we just don't know, like, how he'll play, right? And, like, they didn't get any... I mean, okay, getting Steph back is a huge piece. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they didn't add anyone great. Yeah, that's why I'm I curious to see. I don't care about it. James Wiseman. He doesn't... And they only anything. played a couple of games with the whole team sans clay. Right. But they got absolutely destroyed. And, like... In every one of those. I don't want to be a little... I mean, 
Draymond's stock is totally down from where it was like three years ago, two yeah. years ago. But like Ubre though, I, who cares? Wiggins Ubre. reclamation project. Yeah, maybe. Do you think New Orleans will make the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. I like what they did. Yeah. Also, like, how can you not think Zion's gonna take a huge step up? You saw he actually played like a full game in the preseason already, and it's like, yeah, just play him the minutes. Like, if he just plays, then then yeah, he's gonna be a generational talent. We've already seen it. I mean, barring injury, right? We'll see though. Yeah. Yeah. But the same thing to everyone, right? So. No, though it's not. It's not the same. Not everybody sits out for that long. Not everybody has conditioning issues like that. Not everybody one year, though, has the like, most unique physical build of any yeah, NBA yeah, player of all time. I know. Yeah, but you want to believe in Zion, right? You just like would feel like a. Of course, like I, a I I love him to be like I love him. Down or they got the decision right last year. Jaws rookie of the year, almost unanimous. One I mean, he was against. the only likable Duke player of all time. Like that's just Zion. Yeah, that just he's says a good guy. You want him to stay healthy. It's good for the league too. Yeah. It's good for the league that Durant's back. Terrible for the league that Clay Thompson got hurt. Really sad because they would have been yeah, a legit terrible. contender in the yeah. West. Yep. Um, but hopefully next year. Ugh, but another year. People get older. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's sad. It's hard to think about, honestly. All yeah, right. Any, up here? Yeah. Any, what, what are your final thoughts tonight, Noah? I would say that um, Full Court Press Revival was a success. <laughs> I think we should do it again. Pretty good, actually. Yeah. Pretty good. Not, you know. We didn't have to work out the kinks too much. We, we bored producer Matt, but... but that was that was going to happen no matter what. Yeah. I mean, that's not on us. That's just on basketball. Yeah. Sorry, basketball. Um, no, you know, like I said, I convinced myself to get excited. I can't wait to talk about college basketball sometime to you. It's going to be awesome. The four teams that have games? Dude, uh, so you know I'll only have two games get canceled, so maybe three. That's probably for the better. Uh, they're looking okay. They're looking all right. Mm-hmm. Um... No, I'm, I am excited, though, for the season to get started. I'm excited for the nice little Christmas slate. That'll be a fun day. We'll watch some games. Good games. The Nets are on primetime TV. You know how many times the Nets have been on primetime TV in the last, like, six years? Like, twice? Where are we watching on Christmas? Are you going home? You going to be in the city? Yeah, I'm celebrating Christmas in my house. <laughs> <laughs> to all the new fans, uh, that's a joke. We converted. Um... Yeah, I'll be here. We'll watch some games. Sipping whiskey all day. We'll get, it, we'll get into it. I'm ex- yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the season now. It's a long season. Like, we didn't even talk about any of the COVID stuff. I'm glad we didn't. But, like, you just know it's going to be a shit show. Whatever, it's weird. I'd rather it be weird like this and them going to arenas than weird in the bubble again where it's so fraught the whole time and you're just waiting one yeah, more day until it's over. One more day until it's over. Just, I mean, this is going to be such a mess. Just looking at all the sports, right? It's going to be a mess. It's fine. I'm not saying it's not yeah, worth it. I'm I mean, not saying. Football is somehow pulling it off. Yeah, because they literally football. don't care about any players. Right. I mean, okay, can I go on one little. It's about, it's about COVID. It's not about football. Sure. It's acceptable on the show because it makes sense for basketball. I have people in, like, you know, fancy football at the beginning of the year. I'm sure all my friends are going to listen to this. I'm in the semifinals, by the way. Mm. Um, all my friends, not all my friends, a bunch of my friends, like, placed bets about when the season getting canceled. They're like, no, it's going to get canceled, like, week four, week five. Like, look what's happening in baseball. Like, everything's falling apart. There's no bubble. Like, you can't control how these players act. Like, around their families or kids go to school. Even if they don't make bad decisions, right? There's just, like, too much exposure. The season will get canceled. Or like shut down week four, week five, and I'm like listening to my you know reasonably intelligent friends saying this, and it's like, like you know that the NFL gives no shit about player safety. You play a sport where they literally are hurting their brains like every play, and we all just like put up with it. And I'm not talking about the ethics of it, but they've like clearly documented they don't give a shit and they're just trying to make their money. And all these leagues are also talking about how much money they lost. Now on the flip side. The NBA, I think, does care about their players. I think Adam Silver, obviously, is a much better commissioner. Oh, it's the best-run organization. But even them, they even they lost so much money, and they had a season. The NFL didn't even miss a season. They kept all their revenue. Yeah. Like, 
The NBA lost millions and millions of dollars. Well, that's why you have the rush season. My point is, like, this season will plow through. Like you're saying with the NFL, like, yeah, they plowed through. Not because it made sense to, and not because it was safe or smart, but because, like, financially they felt like they had to, and they don't care. Mm-hmm. The NBA cares, but they financially will need to do it, and they will also plow through, and there will be issues in the same way, and they'll just plow through it again. Um, I don't really know how to feel about that. It's just... Is what it is, right? So we'll just yeah, I know how I feel about it. I mean, this whole experience has been a big exercise in perspective, um, and and it's shown me just how important sports is to me. And and it seems like such a, I don't know, immature thing sometimes, but yeah. it it really does give me something to look forward to on a consistent basis. And I'm right. super passionate about it. I count it as one of my defining characteristics, passions, hobbies. Sure, I mean, so you know, I agree with that. I'm sure uh, we've been talking for like an hour, right? So there's probably not one non-sports fan that's possibly made it through the end of this podcast. But if they did, they're rolling their eyes right now. But you know what? Fuck them. And they're not listening. So No, no. Producer, producer Matt is a big sports fan. I hope you want to. Oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm flicking off just to the world. We were just watching the Gophers game right before they came. Golden um, Gophers? They were losing. But yeah, I'm excited. Let's get into it. The honest thing is big. I guess we got at least, okay. At least, like, we don't have to listen to them talking about that the entire season. And it would have clouded it mm-hmm. a little bit on, like, certain things if you pay attention to ESPN and yeah. Fox Sports 1 and whatever shit like that. So, I'm glad in that sense that's not hanging over our shoulders. I'm pumped about the Nets. I'm going to get really sad really quick, though, if things go a little bit sour. It'll be fine. Steve Nash? It's good stuff. Okay, whew. That was a lot of basketball. I feel good. We're not gonna wait that long to another one, right? We're gonna be jazzed up. Do right I get away. do I get final thoughts? No, I just talked about us. Okay, we're back, baby. Uh, my final thoughts are very simple. I'm very excited. My brain never turns off when it comes to basketball. I listen to pods all off season. I was watching preseason games for like four hours the other night, and I'm so invested in every single play, every player. These guys I'll never see play again. So I'm just looking forward <laughs> to having hoops on every night and having. Again, players back, new teams be exciting. Christmas Day is the best day of the year, not because we celebrate or get gifts, but because we get five games of basketball. We're celebrating a different way. Starting at noon, yeah, I noon. think. Oh, so. can I say, well, wait, can you pull the Christmas schedule really quick? Yeah. I was about to say something, but which I'm almost sure is true, but I was going to be sound like really stupid if I'm wrong. Oh, please be right, please be right, please be right. Finally, there's no Nick game on Christmas. Thank God. Every year there's a Nick game on Christmas, and I have to watch it. And all these Nick fans think they're like, oh, well, the Knicks, the Knicks are a good franchise. They're playing on Christmas. Only the good franchises play. Right? And everyone knows why they're on there. And they're finally not there. And How the Nets are. Miami not playing LA? I mean, it's it slight. doesn't make sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but... Yeah, I guess it's just like compared to other seasons. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, you always have a way of talking... Of- Wrapping up your final thoughts in much more concise fashion. <laughs> concise fashion. I just love basketball. That's yeah. all that really matters. Oh, can I just say one little thing that no one will care about? You probably won't either. I actually miss summer league. Yeah, I, was watching I, those, I do like. I was watching those Lamelo highlights the other night, and I was like, ah, it would be cool to like. He looks pretty fucking filthy. Yeah, but I was like, would been it would been nicer actually to like. That would be a different. Season he looks like Lonzo like in the time. sense that it took him until game two to score yeah. his first basket, though, which right. is not a good sign. I guess the thing about summer league is that like it's also like when there's only baseball going on and it's like very slow, so it's fun. But I kind of missed like you could really focus on those like rooks for a couple. Plays I mean, when Zion ripped that rebound away 
in Yandit yeah. last summer league, we all knew. Yeah, this is only nah, we all knew before that though. That's like yeah. saying like we all knew about Luca when when like even us who like obviously don't scout European basketball, we're like clearly this guy is amazing. only morons didn't know about Luca and Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean and Atlanta and Sacramento? It's totally inexcusable. Sacramento is, I mean, also, but not as bad. Not as bad, dude. What's the argument? Didn't Atlanta draft him and trade him away? Yeah, but at least they didn't draft Marvin Bagley over him. Yeah, but still. It's oh, come me, on. It, it strikes man. me as worse to have gold and then just give it away. Dude, so think Marvin Bagley wasn't it. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I'm ridiculous. I'm, I'm really out on Trey Young, too, so I do see You're that as a bigger mistake. starting all-star last year. I don't give a he's shit. 21 he doesn't years play old. defense. He's 21 years old, though. He's never going to contribute oh, to a winning team. Luka, he doesn't play Luka's defense. Luka's not a particularly good defender, either. And yeah, he's, he's not a big young. guy, he's though. He's 6'8", though, and he's, he's thick. As we said, we were wrapping up. Those were our Trey Young, literally, historically the worst defensive season of all time. Yeah, listen, I understand, but... He's still 21. You can't like be out and never ready. All right, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm not going on the record. I, I'm not saying that he's going to be better than Trey <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saying Marvin Bagley is actually better than Trey Young will be. In terms of a, a team Write that down. Write that down. player. Write that down. That's, that's well, crazy. How are you measuring it? Scoring? Who's going to last in the league more? I will see. Yeah, we'll see. Come on. I mean, Trey Young will last longer. Different body type. All right, well, this has been full court press. That was a good little... We finally got into it. It's been very cordial the whole time. Yeah. We got a little little tension at the end there. Which is what you can come to expect going forward in Full Court Press Episode 4, Episode 5, 6. Who knows? 700. Thanks, Producer Matt, for being here. Thank you, guys. Killing it. All right, Gabe. Stay healthy. Go. Stay safe. And uh, we'll watch the first games next week, and then hopefully we'll talk about them at some point. Hoops are back, baby. Peace.